Hi, and welcome to the Life Source Christian Church Audio Lounge with Senior Ministers John and Anne Uliano. Have you ever wondered about how to better connect with God? Well, that's exactly what we're going to help you with in this week's show, where you'll learn how to more fully love God, grow spiritually, and help others. Today, I want to share with you some secrets that I've discovered to living your best life. And what I also want to do today is launch what we will be doing throughout 2023. And we've called 2023 the year of divine activation. I believe that during COVID, there was a lot of hibernation. And in 2022, there was a fair bit of reawakening and refreshing and restructure and reorganizing. But now it's time to discover our divine purpose and be activated into God's will for our lives. Because I really believe that in order to live your best life, you need to be aligned with God's purposes for your life. It was January 1978 that God spoke to me so clearly from his word. Acts chapter 26, verse 16. And let me read, I mean, you've heard me say this probably a million times before, but it bears repeating because my whole life is based on the secret that I've discovered in this scripture. This is what it says. It says, but arise, stand on your feet for I've appeared to you for this purpose. And so the purpose of God for me back in January 1978 is that God wanted to make me a minister and a witness of the things which I was going to see and the things that God was yet to reveal to me. And so as an 18-year-old young man, I discovered the secret that in order to live your best life, you need to find what God's unique divine purpose for you is. And can I just say that as a young man, I had lots of pressure on me to pursue what my parents thought the divine purpose was for my life. And and my dad especially, he loved the fact that I was planning on becoming an architect, certainly had no thought in his mind that one day I'd be a pastor. But God had this in mind for me. And when I was being formed in my mother's womb, God placed within me every single gift and talent that would help me find my divine purpose. Now, I believe the same goes for you. Not necessarily everybody is called to be a pastor or a minister, but everybody is called to do something that is connected to their divine purpose. And and I, I just also want to open up to you Psalm 139 which to me is just such a foundational scripture that gives us an understanding of something that I call the book. There's a book that God wrote for your life. Let let me read it to you because it's just, it's so important that we get the foundations right in order to get the rest right. And so here it is, Psalm 139 verses 13 to 16, it says, the, the psalmist is saying, God, you formed my inward parts. You wove me in my mother's womb. Uh, some of the translation says you covered me. But the Hebrew word is you literally 
put me together. You wove me together. I was fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works that my soul knows very well. My frame, that word frame means my skeleton. My bones were not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance yet unformed and in your book, they were your book. They were all written the days that were fashioned for me when as yet there were none of them. Come on, let me talk to you about the book that God wrote with your name on it when you were being formed in your mother's womb. And so in this book, God placed the divine purpose, the best life for you. He put it together, the days that were fashioned for you, all the surprises, all the God rewards. And then what he did is that he put every talent, every gift, every ability within you so that you could fulfill your divine purpose. And I really believe that the only way that you can live your best life is to find out what that is and then to align the direction of your life to pursue the divine purpose. And we as a church this year have determined that we want to help you. I personally, as your pastor, I've determined that this year I want to help you discover what that is and help you find opportunities so that you can be divinely activated in the divine purpose of God for your life. But the clincher, the clincher for this is whether you can believe that God is good and that he will help you live your best life. That's the clincher. Because too many people lose sight of the fact that God is good. And they don't really, really believe that God wants them to live their best life. And so they pursue other avenues thinking that maybe I can find another avenue that will enable me to live my best life. But if you don't have this belief as a foundation that God is good, that God is for you, that God has designed a divine purpose that will enable you to live your best life, you won't pursue it. And so as an 18-year-old, 45 years ago, I discovered this and I aligned myself with the will and purposes of God for my life. And I can honestly say that today I feel that I'm living the best life. I feel that I'm living under the blessing of God. Has it been easy all the time? No, it hasn't. But I've focused my life on my foundational principle that God is good, that God wants a best life for me, and that if I pursue him, I will live my best life. Let me give you some really strong Bible teaching today. Are you ready for some strong Bible teaching? I want to share with you some metaphors that are used in the Bible for our divine purpose. Now, obviously, the first well, it's not a metaphor. It actually says the purpose. And I read that uh, for you from Acts 26, 16. For this purpose, I've appeared to you. So that's the first word that's used to describe divine purpose, this purpose. In, in 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, uh, the apostle John says about Jesus, for this purpose was the Son of God revealed to destroy the works of the devil. And so Jesus knew his purpose. 
The second metaphor that describes divine purpose is the work. So Jesus used this word in John chapter 17, verse 4. Now, we, we talk about John 17 in theological terms as the high priestly prayer. It's the prayer that Jesus prayed the night before the crucifixion. And this is what he said in the high priestly prayer. He's praying to God and he says, I have finished the work which you have given me to do. And so Jesus describes his divine purpose as the work that God had given him to do. And then he concludes by saying, Father, now I'm ready to be glorified. And I want to say to you this, that when you finish the work that God has given you to do in your life, then you too will be glorified. But do you know what that work is? Do you know what that purpose is? This year, I want to help you find it, be activated in it, so that you too can stand before God one day and say, God, I finished the work that you prepared for me. The third metaphor that's used in the Bible is the word, the race. I love this. In uh, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, uh, as we read that beautiful chapter, it talks about, let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. And it's like the divine purpose for us is a race. It's a course that God places on. And it's a unique race for you and for me. My race is different to anybody else's race. But it's my race, and it's called the race. And the writer of the Hebrews is saying, would you run with endurance the race that is set before you? My question for you is, do you even know what that race is? Do you even know what the course is that God has set before you? Come on, 2023, you need to find it because the secret to living your best life is to stay on course and finish that race. I love what Paul said right at the end of his life. It's found in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7. Paul says, I have fought the good fight. Here it is. I have run the race. Paul knew that he could face God because he ran the race. He finished the race. He kept the faith. And now he was ready for the crown that was laid before him. I love that because race, it, it implies persistence. It implies the fact that you've got to keep going. You've started this. You've got to finish it. Come on. Anybody can start the race, but only true champions finish their race. Oh, I so want to say at the end of my life, I have kept the faith. I have run the race. Here's the fourth metaphor that's used. It's the word plans. Some of the translations say thoughts. And this is found in one of the most quoted scriptures that preachers quote, Jeremiah 29, 11. How many of you can quote it? For I know the thoughts, the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace, plans of peace, not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. And so here's the goodness of God wrapped around the plans of God. God's thinking towards you is 
good thoughts. It's not thoughts of evil. And so the divine purpose that God has got for your life is to live a wonderful life, an incredible life, one full of hope, one full of goodness, not evil plans. And, and, and the whole context of this is God writing to the children of Israel who were in captivity. Why? Because they disobeyed the will of God, the plans of God for their lives. And now he's trying to bring them back. The prophet Jeremiah is trying to bring them back so they can be aligned with the purpose of God. And it's and if you read the whole Old Testament, what, what you find is this. It's, it's a big story about the children of Israel and how every time they aligned themselves to the will and purposes of God, the blessing of God was upon them. Every time they disobeyed and moved away from the will and purposes of God for their lives, havoc followed them, disaster followed them, terrible things followed them. Come on, if, if more than half the Bible is illustrated to give us this understanding that your best life is always lived pursuing the purposes of God and the will of God for your life. Let me give you the fifth metaphor. And this, I think, really puts it in a nutshell. It's called the cross. Jesus said to his disciples, and in actual fact, to anyone who wanted to be a disciple, if anyone desires to come after me, here it is, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily. And follow me. So <laughs> I know that we all want an easy life. But can I just say there's no such thing as an easy life. I know that for some of you that is bad news. But it's reality folks. And so Jesus actually calls the divine purpose taking up your cross. But let, let, let me say something really powerful to you that you've got to add to taking up your cross is that actually God gives you the grace to carry your cross. And the grace to carry your cross will see you through. See, the fact is that if you don't carry the cross that Jesus gives you, I, I, I'm telling you, you're going to carry another cross. But the difference is that that cross has no grace. And so you then have to do it in your strength, in your might. But if you carry the cross that Jesus gives you, he gives you the strength. He gives you the might. He gives you the grace. And he promises never to leave you nor forsake you. So please understand that there's no easy pathway in life. All paths have obstacles. All paths have giants. All paths have storms. But the difference with God's path is that he gives you grace to overcome. So here it is. The divine purpose of God is called the cross. The sixth metaphor for the purpose of God is the path. I love what it says in Psalm 119 verse 105. It says that the word of the Lord is a light unto our path. And so there's a pathway. Yes, there's a race. There's an obstacle course. There's, there's a set course set before us, but it's a path. And I really believe that, again, one of the great classic scriptures in the Bible, Proverbs chapter 3, talks about this path. Talks about how God will direct your paths. But it gives us 
some things that we need to do. It actually gives us three things that we need to do if we want to stay on course. And here it is. It's found in Proverbs chapter 3, 5 to 6. Most of you have memorized it many, many times. But here it is. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Come on, let me just press pause on this because this is so important to trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Why is that? Because the enemy does not want you to trust God. The enemy wants you to trust yourself. The enemy wants you to trust your own ideas. The enemy wants to tr- for you to trust money, to trust the world, to trust your job, to trust the things that perish, the things that don't have a strong foundation. Trust anything, but not the Lord. Can I just say to you, That when you trust the Lord, it's on a foundation that never fails. Trust the Lord with all of your heart. In every storm, in, in every disaster, in every tempest, trust the Lord. He will never fail you. Come on. I want to testify today. He's never failed me. And he will never fail you. So that's point number one. Trust the Lord with all of your heart. Point number two says this. Lean not. On your own understanding. Come on. My understanding is flawed. Why? Because I don't know everything. Your understanding is flawed because you don't know everything. And guess what? The people in your world, their understanding is flawed because they too don't know everything. So what we what do we need to do is trust in the Lord and not lean on our understanding, but lean on his understanding. When he says, go this path, he knows better. You follow him and you'll never go astray. So trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Here it is, number three. In all your ways, acknowledge him. What does that mean? Lord, I'm at a crossroad here. I don't know whether to go to the left or to the right, but I'm just going to acknowledge that you will guide me. So will you just lead me? Because I'm acknowledging that you're in the center of this not saying don't take advice from people in your world, but if it's godly, all the advice will align in the right direction. So trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And here it is. And he will direct your paths. Come on. God is saying, of course, I want you to find out what your divine purpose is. Of course, I want to lead you. I want to guide you. Of course, I want you to live your best life. And I'm at work to make it happen. Come on. 2023 is upon us. Make it your New Year's resolution. Lord, today I'm committing myself to following the divine purpose of God for my life. I'm going to be activated. I'm going to rise up out of my sleep and be all that you want me to be. The last point that I want to make, the last metaphor is the will of God. We pray this, Lord, may your kingdom come. May your will be done on earth. I pray, Lord, may your will be done in my life as it is in heaven. See, the whole purposes of God is literally summarized in the will of God. Bible tells us in Ephesians chapter two, chapter five, verse 17, therefore do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. So Paul is saying there are two types of people in this world, the wise and the unwise. And what's the difference? The difference is the unwise don't know what the will of the Lord is and they don't do it. But the wise are those who know what the will of the Lord is 
and do it. Come on today. Would you walk in wisdom? Find out the divine purpose. If you don't know how to find it, let us help you. But this year determine that you are going to be one of those people that are going to pursue the divine purposes of God. You know, just uh, just yesterday, um, we've obviously pre-recorded this, but uh, we Anne and I just celebrated our 42nd wedding anniversary and and we just stopped to contemplate. And I can honestly say, God has been good to us. He's blessed us abundantly. When we started the journey together 42 years ago, we had no idea where God was going to lead us, what God was going to do in 42 years' time. We just knew what God wanted us to do today. We, we had maybe maximum you know, a couple of year plan because, you know, I had a job lined up in Adelaide to be an assistant pastor there. And, but I had no idea what was going to happen after that. And so we just said, Lord, it's impossible for us to work out every step of our future. But we're committed to you. We're committed to obeying God. And 42 years later, when we look at the journey, we just see the blessing of God. We just look back now and see the peace of God in our home. We have four generations living here. The peace of God, the laughter, the joy is just such a beautiful thing that we're enjoying. We're pastoring one of the world's great churches at Life Source with incredible people whom we love and love us. We're doing this journey together. But it's all based in this pursuit of the divine purpose of God. Today is the beginning of a brand new year. In all of your New Year's resolutions, will you make a prayer with me to pursue your divine purpose? Do you want to right now? Pray this prayer with me to pursue the divine purpose of God for your life. If you are, come on, just put your hand on your heart. I want you to say with me, Lord, may this year, 2023, be the year of my divine activation. Lord, help me to find my divine purpose and get on the path of fulfilling it. Help me overcome all of my fears. Help me understand that my best life is found in the center of your will. Amen. I, I, I pray that you prayed that prayer today and are just incredibly excited as to what 2023 with, will hold. Thanks for choosing to listen to the Life Source Christian Church Audio Lounge. If you like this week's podcast, then please share it with a friend. More information about who we are is available at lifesource.org.au. On behalf of Senior Ministers John and Ann Giuliano, we look forward to connecting with you next time at the Life Source Christian Church Audio Lounge.